Welcome to Climax Connection Radio, where you will be entertained and educated in the world of all matters sexual. Now here's our host, Sharon Summers. Well, hello everybody. This is our second podcast today, so hopefully you will be generous with us and stick with us for the, the whole show and listen to the crazy opinions that we have to talk about here. Today's topic is online relationships. Can they cross over into real life and become a real life thing? What do you think, George? George is my uh, my moderator here on Climax Connection. His username is Rhea Seal, and he is my co-host. So what do you think, George? What do you think about online relationships like your phone sex partner or your webcam partner turning this from online into real? First of all, well, hello, everyone. Hello, Sharon. Interesting topic. I think, I think it can, um, and I know... Just that one sentence alone probably already has people laughing or thinking, oh, my God, he's nuts if he really believes it can turn into something real. I, I honestly do. I, I honestly do believe it, it can. Is it easy? No. No, it's not easy, especially if depending on just how great of a distance you and the person involved in the online relationship are, it, it, it can be quite hard. But I, I really do think it, it, it can happen. It, I, I, I honestly do. And I'll, I'll explain as the show goes along, I'll explain why I'm such a, a firm believer of why I think it can. But what do you think? I think it could. Personally, I have not had that happen. I have wanted it to happen. And sadly, in both the cases that I wanted it to happen, it did not. I wanted it and they did not. Hard to believe that somebody couldn't want me, isn't it, George? But <laughs> you, got, you guys are missing out. I know, they are. I do think it can happen. I've actually talked to another lady that did meet two of her phone partners and actually met them at a hotel and they did take it real. And she said that the buildup was more than the actual event. It really didn't pan out as she had hoped and she actually wasn't able to even orgasm on either of these meetings which I thought that's really disappointing that you've worked this up so much in your mind that it's this wonderful you know person that you desire so much and then you meet them and you can't even come I, I felt really bad when she told me that because I thought that would be beyond disappointing yeah I, I felt really bad in my cases unfortunately it just it didn't work out even though I really wanted it to there were two different phone partners I've had over the last five years that I very much wanted one of them was the one that started to ask me you know can we meet can we take this real and he lived very close he was only like 45 minutes away so it was very feasible for this to happen and I guess he just couldn't handle the idea of it becoming reality even though he was the one that had asked me and I finally agreed he just backed off and I lost a very good phone partner because he felt uncomfortable that he'd led me on and hurt me. And so he just, you know, skedaddled away. And the other one had not led me on in any way, but I wanted him very badly. And because he was so much younger than me, because I am the Canadian cougar, and this poor young boy was less than half my age. And I, <laughs> I basically frightened him off. And I felt really bad because I lost the best phone partner that I've ever had because I wanted more. But when something is so intense 
and so gratifying online on the phone webcam for people that are into that it's so fantastic you think oh my god real would just be over the top fantastic but unfortunately some people are just not able to handle that no, no, it, it really does take a strong commitment on both sides because you're not get to be um, in contact um, in person or physically with that person. In your case, you like you said, you had somebody who was relatively very, very close by yeah. to you. So that was that was a lot more feasible. But when you when you go into it with somebody who is not close to you, it, it really does take commitment on, on both sides, not effort, because when, when you have feelings for someone, it's not, it's not a hassle to, to put in the time and the effort to be online and to keep mm-hmm. in touch and, and all that sort of thing. But it is harder. It, it is harder when, when you're far apart, but you got to make the most of it. You got, you have to make the most of it. I am a firm believer that it can happen. I've met someone on Climax connection. I'll respect her privacy and won't say won't say who she is. But for those for those of you that listen to the show and are on the site, a lot of you know who she is. You, Sharon, as well know. I know. Yes, you know who she is, and it's been honestly, it's amazing. I've been so lucky and blessed. Aside from what anybody can think that, oh, yeah, it's a sex site and whatnot, and it's it's not about that at all. It's not about that at all. We enjoy our company. We enjoy spending time together. We enjoy talking, and we can't be together right now because of distance, but we make the most of the time we have, and, and, and we don't rush each other into like, oh, when are we going to meet? Oh, when is this going to happen? Oh, when is that going to happen? It's a day-by-day thing. Well, you can meet people online at other places other than a sex site, like Climax Connection. You could meet somebody on a dating site, and they could be far away, and there's still somebody you've met online. You could, you know, people are strangers until you know them. You could meet somebody at Sears <laughs> or the grocery yes. store, and they're still strangers. You know, anybody that you meet at Sears or the grocery store or online could of course be a potential serial killer. Hopefully they're not, but you never know. Somebody could be crazy no matter where you meet them. And there's certainly normal people online as well. I wouldn't go so far as to call myself normal, but I'm online. People can meet me online. So there's definitely everybody online is a person in the regular world as well. Sometimes online though, people will adopt a persona. They may use a fake picture, they may use a fake name, and that's, you know, where problems start. When I see people on dating sites, especially guys, it's just ridiculous. They will have a picture of a celebrity as their profile. It's like, do you seriously think people are going to, you know, set up a meeting with you? I can think of somebody that's had a picture of Ricky Schroeder on his dating site (laughs) profile page. There was one that had a picture of Don Diamant from The Young and the Restless, now The Bold and the Beautiful on his page. And I thought, wow, you know, you're portraying yourself. There was this guy that messaged me and I thought, wow, this guy is so good looking. It's like, if they're ultra good looking, then I'm doing the reverse picture lookup because it's like too good to be true. So this guy messages me that he's a dental student and what a good looking young boy he is. So I thought this guy is a little bit too good looking. I reverse look up the pictures and wouldn't you know they're of a Brazilian pop star. There you go. And so I messaged back and I said, isn't it amazing that between the time of your concerts in Brazil that you've got time to clean and, you know, teeth and do fillings and whatnot? And I just thought 
this was ridiculous. <laughs> and some of them will pick people that are a little bit more obscure like that. I mean, the average person in North America isn't going to know what a Brazilian pop star looks like. Exactly. It was one that had picked a Spanish st- a soccer star. And I thought, God, this guy's really good looking. His name was Ronaldo something. I don't know, some soccer person. Oh, you, you don't know, tell me. Soccer. Yes, don't tell me you got you, Cristiano. I think that's what it Portuguese. Was. Yes. I that's what yes. it was. I know you follow soccer, so you'd know who I mean. And, oh, my gosh. Wow, yeah, you, you met a millionaire. Oh, yeah, this good-looking young guy's <laughs> picture. And I thought, God, this guy's gorgeous. And he claimed to be a pilot in what was it, the Air Force. And I said, God, you're a pilot and you're this gorgeous? Oh, yes. It's like I reverse looked up the pic and saw all these soccer pictures. And I thought, oh, my God, this idiot is playing me. And it's like online people will feel free to do this ridiculous kind of stuff. They really will. And it's like, it never ceases to amaze me. My longest term phone partner of over five years was years until he would show me his picture. I was worried that he was really ugly or something. And that's why he didn't, because I'm never one to pressure people for pictures. So he sent me this picture after like, oh, over three years. Well, as soon as I saw the file size of the picture, it was really tiny. I thought this is no way is this this guy? So I reverse looked it up and I saw it on a stock photo site. And I said, after over three years, you send me this fake uh, picture. Uh, he was furious picture. that I had reverse looked it up. He was really angry. And I said, you know, if you're not comfortable sending your real picture, just tell me. Don't send me a fake. And I just, I don't know. So some people would never consider meeting ones online because they are portraying somebody other than their real selves. I agree. It does happen a lot. It does happen, people, for some reason. And that's what, I guess one of the things that surprises me the most is precisely that, that nowadays, with the invention of Google and so many other places, it is so easy to find and call someone's bluff. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And people still go and think, oh, I'll, they won't outsmart me. I know. I'll post this picture. Like you said, I'll post this picture. And she will think I am Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> Funny how Cristiano Ronaldo, I guess, the 80 million plus he makes a year at, mm-hmm. at Real Madrid is not enough. So he's got to be a pilot on the side. Huh? I know. I know. I'm a pilot in the Air Force as well. I remember yeah, that. It was funny. I, guess I felt he... like an idiot until I had reverse looked at this picture. I'm Hard so make... innocent and naive. I usually take things at face value. And then it's like something's just a little off here. Let me look it up. Uh-oh. You know. But yes. the, the dating site one with Ricky Schroeder's picture, just I laughed when I saw that. I thought, you moron. What the hell are you posting some celebrity's picture claiming this is you on your profile. It's just ridiculous. And I can remember this one guy from a site that um, I used to frequent a story site. I said, you know, I only look for regular phone sex partners. I don't look for one and done type of isolated experiences. And he said, well, I only ever phone with women once. And I said, why? If you find somebody that's good, why would you not want to, you know, repeat this on a regular basis? Well, I'm afraid they'll fall in love with me. Oh, God, I laughed so oh, hard. My I thought, my, don't we think highly of ourselves. 
they're going to fall in love with you. And I said, well, I have better things to do than track down college boys online. You know, do you think I'm going to hire a private investigator and give them your phone number and say, I need the information. I need the name, the address, everything on this person. And then I'm going to show up on your doorstep, fly hundreds of miles, thousands of miles. I said, you know, I could have the real names and addresses of everybody I've ever phoned with. And I can guarantee you I wouldn't be showing up on any of their doors. I mean, (laughs) I have better things to do. I've got a business to run. I've got a life to lead. I don't, you know, have time to track down boys that are half my age that don't really want to see me in person. What is the purpose of this? It was just, I mean, some of them are so paranoid. They really are. I can understand a woman maybe being a little bit more safety minded, but a guy really doesn't have the same kind of fears. I mean, it's not like I'm Glenn Close and Fatal Attraction or something, where I'm going to no. come to your house and boil your bunny. You know, no, that's and not it's going to happen. It's funny, it's funny how that I, now that you point that out, the majority of the cases that is true, it usually, a lot of the times it is the, the male that looks to take things to another level and, and start to make things serious. And then some, a lot of times when the woman agrees or is reciprocate to that, back off. the guy backs off. Oh, that pisses me off so much. It really does. Like I think of that one case five years ago that I had, that was exactly the case. And it really, really deeply hurt me. And it's like, but I didn't start this. I wasn't the one that started asking. And I finally agree and you bugger off. I just... I don't understand. I mean, did he not think that, you know, there's a possibility that she might agree to this? Why are you yanking somebody's chain or rattling their cage? It really is cruel to lead people on. If you really are not serious about something, don't pretend that you are because it really is mean to get people, you know, their feelings going. It really is cruel. Yes, and it is something I, me personally, I don't like to do. And in the current situation I am now, we've talked about this and we've both both been very upfront and, and very clear to each other that neither one of us was going into this, you could say, jokingly, if you want to call it that, or mm-hmm. or, or doing this as, as a fluke just to mess around with the other person. And we I've told her, she's told me, you know, we've we both appreciate it. And like I said, it's baby step, no rushing for things to happen or things to be done quicker than we both would like. But yes, uh, uh, it, I do know that it, it happens a lot that people just, either either side, uh, again, once the majority of the times it's the male, either side will start insinuating, and then for whatever reason, the other side is just backs away. It's, it's very hurtful, and you can lose the best phone partner or webcam sex partner, cyber sex partner, whatever, You can lose the best partner that you ever had because you wanted to take it a step further. And it's like, I'm sorry if I made somebody feel uncomfortable. That was never my intention. I would rather somebody say, you know what, I'd rather just keep it online, but I'm happy to keep it online. I would love to still have that person as a phone partner, even though it couldn't be real like I wanted. I would be so glad to have that person still as a phone partner, but it seemed to frighten them away enough, the intensity of my feelings, that they just chose to avoid me altogether and i feel like i have nobody but myself to blame it's like like i said it's not it's not easy it's not easy for whatever reason it, it because even though though you go into it and you talk about being upfront and sincere for whatever reason uh, of course not being able to see the person and spend time with the person physically it, it, of course yeah you can have you'll have your days when you'll be full of doubts 
Mm-hmm. I, I can totally, totally understand that. That's why I said it take it takes it really does take a lot of talking and a lot of understanding on both sides in order for it to work. Because otherwise, I I have noticed that in a lot of cases, if you if you really don't put in the time to talk and 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 get to know the other person well, nine out of ten times it it ends up not working on a sex site. It sounds to a lot of people, it sounds even less probable. Mm-hmm. A lot of people will straight up tell you there's no way, not a chance. I beg to differ. I do too. I have definitely chatted with lots of people in the chat rooms that have met people that they met online. And it's like, I always am jealous. I think it's not that I have a desire to meet every guy I phone with. I certainly don't. I don't want it to come across that way. I've, I won't even say how many people I've phoned with, but there's only a couple that I definitely would have met. And when I think, wow, you know, you got to have that experience. Why didn't I? And I feel bad, but there's definitely some guys that I have chatted with that say, oh yeah, this lady I phoned with for a few months, a few years, we did meet and it was really hot. And I think I want that, you know, I mean, they were sort of just looking at it as a fling, you know, we'll meet, you you know, maybe we'll meet a couple times, but you know, I definitely had real feelings for these people. I wanted a real life relationship. The one that was 45 minutes away, obviously is feasible because that was so close, but the other one was like a six hour drive kind of a thing, but not as close. But I think you can meet people and things turn real. I mean, people think, oh, a dating site, you know, I won't give them a plug. I'm thinking of the biggest one. <laughs> I'll call it plenty of jerks. Um, <laughs> I think we all know which one that is. Mm-hmm. They're just as bad there as they are on the sex site. And it never ceases to amaze me because it's like they have mostly got their real pictures. Ones that aren't using Ricky Schroeder's pictures. <laughs> they will have their real pictures in their city. And it's like you could, you know, find these people probably a lot easier than somebody that you could find that has a profile on a sex site. And the men are no better behaved. I will no. never forget this one that sent me a message. Entertain my balls. And I thought, wow, that's <laughs> that's pretty retarded. It, Entertain my balls. Yes, that was his uh, his dating site that, message. That's what he thought was enticing to get women to want to meet him. Yes, if that I mean is that <laughs> is, is 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 that not the proper icebreaker? <laughs> <laughs> I know, or the ones that will have these nude private galleries. And it's like, I've seen your cock before I've ever heard your voice or, you know, met you face to face. And here I am seeing, you know, your dick hard, soft in every different position. It's just insane the way that you have all these things available to strangers that you've never laid eyes on on a dating site. It just, I don't know. I guess I'm way too innocent. I think that stuff belongs more on a sex site than a dating site. You would think people would have more reserve on a dating site, but let me tell you, for the most part, they don't. They really don't. And some of them seem to be there for the same purpose as they are on a sex site. I can think of this other dating site I'm on. It's a rare day that I don't get a message Would you like to phone? Would you like to cyber? Would you like to watch me on cam? And I think this is a dating site. It's not a sex site. I I don't think there's any delineation in their mind. I think it's not, this is this site, this is this site. You behave this way on one and that way on the other. To them, it's just all, here I am online, come and get me. I'm not a fan of that myself. That intro, I don't think. What I tell people on Climax, uh, when I talk 
amongst other guys is I always tell them like, well, if you were if you met this woman, <laughs> would you would your would your would your opening line to her be, can you help me empty my balls? Yeah, I know, I know, I see it all the time in the chat room. They will literally come in and say, okay, who wants to help me on cam drain my balls? You know, something to that effect. And it's like you said, would you go up to a bar? You know, you'd get a drink in the face and a slap if you said something like that, and maybe be removed by security. Absolutely, absolutely, of course you would. I mean. There is not a chance. I, I, I honestly think at a bar, the only chance you would really have of a woman accepting that if is if she was beyond <laughs> wasted and drunk. Yeah. Then maybe only because she has no idea of what's going on, mm-hmm. you may be able to slide that icebreaker in. If you're meeting a woman for the first time, would you honestly say, can you help me drain my balls? I would hope not. And I think this brings us to our first commercial break. We'll be back. This program is brought to you in part by ClimaxConnection.com. Have you been looking for a free adult community website with chat rooms with free audio and video chat, erotic short stories and audios, and forums and profile pages to find free phone sex, cam sex, and cyber sex partners on? Then check out ClimaxConnection.com today because we all want to connect. And here we are. Yes, talking about can something online turn into a real relationship? And again, it, it's it's up for debate. We'd love to hear your opinions. Uh, let us know if you're in favor, if you're against, if you've been or are in a relationship, uh, an online relationship. We both seem to agree that it is possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a firm believer that it can. Like I said, it all depends on just how strongly the other person you're involved with feels the same way. Well, doesn't one of these dating sites on their commercials use the statistic over 20% of relationships now begin online? Uh, that is true. I think, that is true. I think it is. It's a different that... world now than it was 20 years ago. People are busy. They work a lot. They don't have time to go out lots of times as much as they did you know, 20 years ago. And we've become increasingly isolated, sitting at home alone with our computers and it's a lot easier and more comfortable when I mean I'm lucky I can work from home but there's a lot of people most people have to go out to work and they're tired at the end of their day they don't want to get dressed up and go out all the time it's easier just to sit back put your feet up have a drink have the tv on in the background and start surfing around online. You don't have to get dressed up or put out much effort to do that. No, none at all. None at all. And I, I actually think it's it's a great way to get to know someone first for a couple of talks. I'm not saying drag it on for months, but it, it's, a, it's a great way to know if, if there's chemistry with you and the other person before you actually meet in person. It's very easy to get to know somebody online because even though there's definitely a lot of people like I said before that are using a fake persona and they're, you know, claiming all this ridiculous stuff. Oh yes, I'm a doctor. I make hundreds of thousands a year, you know. I look like a soap opera star. I I have this, I have that. When in reality that's probably not the case. I think for me personally and I'm sure for some other people as well, it is a lot more easy to be your real true self when you have that mask of anonymity and you don't have everybody knowing this is your full name, this is your address. You can be more honest in a way with people online that you would be, you know, embarrassed to be 
face to face so quickly. Yes, I, I think to me, uh, honestly, I, I think it's it's a perfect way to kind of feel someone out, see if you're compatible, see if there's a certain chemistry. And like you said, eventually any lies that you say or portray, they'll eventually come back to haunt you. Well, they'll be discovered. Exactly. I mean, yes, you can online, you can pretty much, you can be anyone. You can be a CEO of this big company. (laughs) And then a month, two months, whatever, however long you decide to go down the road and finally decide to meet with this other person. What happened? Oh, I thought you were a CEO and (laughs) they see you get there getting off the bus. I live in my mom's basement and I watch Star Trek. Uh, (laughs) This is is your CEO, ladies. Yes. Yes. That's right. Uh, Or worse yet, worse yet for the guys that are into cyber. How many? Just the other day, somebody was saying, you know, I've cybered with this woman for over four years and she's never let me hear her voice. Well, guess what my first thought? I can only imagine. It's not really a woman. (laughs) I mean, I said, you've cybered with this woman for four years and you have never even just chit chat, not even if you want to take it to phone sex. You've never even chit chatted over Yahoo or Skype. No, well, she's married. She doesn't have lots of privacy. And I'm like, have you ever considered it's because it's not really a woman? Yeah, but they cyber so good. I can't stop. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I didn't know what to say to that. And he's he's almost like, I don't really want to know. And I thought, Wow. <laughs> You're sort of well, very comfortable in your little uh, bubble of denial that he's living in it, here. What I mean, that that's another thing I don't understand. Wouldn't you eventually, as soon as possible, wouldn't you want to know? I mean, because seriously, n- no matter how good the cybering is, wouldn't you want to know, this is really another dude that's oh, jacking that's off on the other side of this awful. computer? That would be awful. And I've heard this from lots of guys with ones even that they phoned with. This one guy that I phoned with, he's a sweet guy. And he said, I phoned with this woman the other day and I ended up hanging up. And he's so polite. I knew that he would never do that unless there was a very good reason. And I said, why? And he said, well, they wouldn't talk. I said, what? They, they said they wanted to have phone sex with you, but they wouldn't talk. And he said, no, all they would do was make noises like, mm-hmm. And I said, well, I think we know why that is, don't we? Because it's not really a woman. He said, that's what I thought. That's why I hung up on them. And I thought, oh, my God, you know, this is widespread. Unfortunately, I do think there's a lot of men masquerading as women online. So it's like, if you, even if you're not into phone sex, even if you just want to chit-chat with them over Yahoo or Skype, just to hear their voice and talk with them. I know phone sex isn't for everybody. It's hard for me to accept that people don't all think that's the greatest thing since sliced bread. I know that that's not everybody's thing, but... I would think you would want to at least talk with somebody because people are suspicious. People, seeing me on uh, dating sites, have accused me of being a man because it's like, <laughs> well, here's your picture and I see your profile, but um, I'm going to need you to go on cam for me. And I'm like, well, that's not really my thing. I'm not comfortable. I would honestly feel more comfortable meeting somebody at a coffee shop in person than going on cam. I just, I don't like that. I don't like the way I look on there. I just don't feel that it is me. I don't like it at all. I would Mm -hmm. far rather meet somebody in person at a safe location to say, you know what, this is really me. I'm really a woman. I'm not a guy. And they're like, well, if you won't go on cam, I know that you're a man. It's like, that's ridiculous. That's absolutely 
absolutely insane. It's a card. It's a card. Uh, I, I've noticed it's a card a lot of guys use to apply pressure. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, if you don't want to, then you're obviously a man mm-hmm. trying to get the girl to say, okay, I'll prove it to you just so they'll get on. It's not good to pressure people. That's uh, that's not no. the right tactic. No, 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 no. I, I'm a firm believer that it a- anything online that you're going to do, especially if, if it's going the relationship route, it should be done to where both sides are within their comfort levels. Mm-hmm. Be cautious. And, yes. And, be safe. And, Yes, and never, and at least me personally, never pressure the other person into into things. Like no. you said, I'm not one. I'm not the type of person that will that pressures for a picture. Um, the current person I'm with an online relationship now, I I I I never asked her for a picture, and she told me I will give you pictures of me eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, uh, it was all done at her comfort level. I saw nothing wrong with that. I agreed to it. When she felt comfortable, it, it happened. And, and it, it actually works out, out a lot better because not only does the person feel more comfortable, we both opened up a lot more. We talk about a lot more things. We share a lot more. So really to the, to the guys, and I know um, many, again, if you're in this just for the whole fun and aspect part of it, then of course this doesn't apply. But to those who are looking to meet someone, my advice would be don't pressure the other person. Let them feel comfortable with you first. Mm-hmm. I totally you, agree. You will notice how on their own, once that person is comfortable around you, will open up on their, just without you having to ask for things. You're a bit more mature though, George, and I can tell you from experience, <laughs> so many guys instantly send me pics. And it's like, the more you ask, the less likely that is to happen. The ones that have never asked, I have offered. But as soon as somebody starts pressuring me, that's the surest way to not get what you want. It's the cutoff, yes. Yes, exactly. It, it, it is. And again, I, I go back to my in-person example. If you want to see a picture of someone, let them show you the pictures that they feel comfortable with. Yeah. Don't ask for a nude pic if you only talk to the person once or twice. Again, you meet this per- this woman in person. Are you going to tell her the very first day, hey, now that we've talked and had a few drinks, how about you flash me those tits? They're like that online, though. That's what we certainly know. But they do pressure. They really do. I literally have had that be the second sentence that somebody will type in like, oh, hi, how are you doing today? Can you send me some pics? There's nothing about my profile that says anything about being individual stuff. I'm all about the voice. And they just, they want something to jerk off to. Can you send me naked pics? Can you send me tit pics, pussy pics? And it's like, it's so widespread. I just sort of overlook it now and just sort of assume most guys are just that way. Which is kind of sad because I know not every single one is that way. But a lot of them, they sadly are. They really are. And it's like you said, think of the example. If you met somebody face to face right away, you wouldn't be demanding or asking these things or behaving like a boor, you know, saying, you know, help me drain my balls, flash me your tits. If some guy was really doing that, you know, no woman would have anything to do with him except the most desperate drunkard that there is. Absolutely. That's why I, I say if if you're looking to meet that special person and looking to move forward and make something of it if your intentions are on applying pressure to the person or trying to speed things up and move faster than normal uh, you're destined for failure 
Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Meeting people online or having people online find out about your real self for some people is very frightening, especially if they're married and they're worried about you maybe calling their number and their wife seeing it or something. I can definitely think of instances like that where guys will, you know, either be so paranoid that they won't give me their number or else they'll make me, you know, swear that I will not ever call unless I am messaged to do so beforehand. And I can understand because you don't know who's on the other end. You don't know that they're not crazy. They might seem normal, but they could be cuckoo. You don't know. So I understand that level of being cautious, but at the same token, if you met somebody in person, you probably wouldn't be that cautious. You probably would give somebody a way to contact you if you met them at a bar or at a restaurant or something and you were interested in talking with them again. But some are very paranoid. That's why the boys that have been paranoid that have not wanted to give me their number, I've said, well, there's a perfect solution called a Google voice number. I'm Canadian, so I can't get them, but I can call them. The American boys, you know, if you're American, you can sign up for one of these Google voice numbers, and it's a, a fake little number that forwards to your real phone. So it's like you give me that fake number, and I don't ever have your real number, and that works perfectly. There was one that was too paranoid to even do that, though. He said, no, I'm really afraid that you could... Like, there's no possible way I could find out what your number is if I'm calling this Google voice number. But mm -hmm. some people are just overly paranoid. They They have these concerns of who they're contacting and granted there are crazy people out there there's crazy people at sears and and you know the store the same way that there are online you can run absolutely. yeah you can run into you crazy can... people anywhere absolutely yes it's not it's not limited to an online thing no. yes you can can meet weirdos and nutcases anywhere nowadays the online thing yes a lot of people think well there's a lot more crazy people like you said because being online gives you the option of hiding who you really are mm -hmm. but again it eventually it, it it'll show you can only hide things for so long yeah and i think this takes us to our second break stay right there this program is brought to you in part by EroticTalkPhoneSex.com. And here we are back. Yes, we are. I've enjoyed it so far. I think it's <laughs> it's, it's it's been a very interesting topic, and then does give room for it to just go on and on and on and on. I think it's a concern for everybody that plays online. What if this goes further? Or what if they develop feelings and I don't? Or what if I develop feelings and they don't? Even the people that we've played with that we have no desire to meet, of course it always crosses your mind. Or people have asked us, you know, is there a possibility, you know, and you're not interested. In most of the cases, you're probably not going to be interested in taking it offline. It is what it is. It's fun. You have fun with this person. But in reality, you probably have very little in common with them. Your lives are not going to mesh together. But once in a blue moon, you could meet somebody that does really interest you, that does really get a, a grab of your heart, that you would be interested in something real. Lots of times, unfortunately, with these online things, it seems to be a one-sided thing where one person wants it and the other one doesn't. That. You will run into that a lot. 
you will that does happen a lot that's why i said it, it really does take a lot of talking and getting to know one another and and being i i think when it comes to when it comes to turning online fun and conversation into a relationship it really does take a lot of honesty and being upfront with the other person some people some people don't care some people will go into it and and lead you on and then when you're at a point where you're really 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 into this person they will say no i don't want any part of it i'm done and others won't others won't you there are some some sincere people that will tell you no you know what no i i thought it over i don't want to or whatever the case may be but i think i think it really does take a lot of a lot of honesty and being upfront with the other person and and just just come clean just tell the other person hey yes let's make this work no, let's not make it work. There's, I mean, it's not like, and if you do decide that you want to make it work, it's not like by saying that the next time you talk, you already have to start planning moving in together. Mm -hmm. It's not like, okay, yeah, we're going to have a relationship. Yes, yes, I'd like to. Okay, so are you moving here or I'm moving there? Do I need to look for an apartment? What? No, relax. Take everything slowly, one step at a time. Yeah, there's definitely complications with online hookups. Lots of times I think we could show only the best side of ourselves to somebody that we're chatting with online and they may not know what broken down people we really are. They only see the best of us, the sexy side, the scintillating conversation side, the witty side, when in reality that's just part of who we are. It's not the whole package. I mean, uh, that's not to say that you're always acting false when you're being with somebody. Probably not at all. But I don't know. Real life can definitely be different than how you are with somebody talking for a couple of hours on the phone. How their life is and how yours is. It, uh, it's just difficult to get things to work. And, and believe me, I've thought about these these people that I wanted and how if it had if they had been willing and it had led to a real life, how realistic would it have worked out to exactly. to try and enmesh my life with somebody that's less than half my age, that lives six hours away? I honestly don't know, even if he had been willing, how that would have played out. I did not want any one-time thing. I wanted a regular thing that's, you know, six-hour drive is not across the street. It's not exactly easy. I don't know. I haven't been presented with the situation yet, so I can't say. But like I said, you could meet somebody on a dating site from far away. I mean, I have on my dating site filters that nobody outside of 75 miles can even contact me because I figure there's no point. What is the point, you know, in somebody that lives cross country contacting me, nothing's going to result from this in most cases. So there's no point in even allowing that as far as I'm concerned. Some people have it so anybody can contact them, but I just think it's probably easier to keep things closer to home. But with online stuff, usually the people that you're phoning with or cybering with or camming with are probably hundreds or thousands of miles away. I'm in Canada, in Ontario, and I've had good luck with California boys. That's 3,000 miles away. I'm not going to be, <laughs> you know, jaunting across the country to meet some college boy for a weekend. That's, uh, that's not going to happen. So distance can definitely be a problem. It's funny. We meet people online that before the internet, we never, ever 
would have had a chance to know even existed. And now you can regularly talk to people around the world in seconds to, you know, the speed it takes to click the enter button after we type our message and we're connecting with somebody across the world. It really is amazing what the internet has done to bring people together. When I mean before, unless you traveled regularly, how would you ever meet people that were that far away from home for you? You wouldn't. It's it take like I said it 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 takes it takes a lot of a lot of commitment, a lot of understanding. It it really does. It really you know you you know because you know that this person that I'm referring to, you know where she mm-hmm. is. And you know where I am. Mm-hmm. That's, that's that, a long that's, way. It's a long way. It's like what a twelve-hour flight at least. And we both know. We both we both know. And we've talked about it. We've come clear. And it, honestly, right now, like I said, it's it's we're at a point where we take what we have. We're we're making the most of what we have, which is talking online and 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 keeping in contact pretty much on a daily basis because we pretty much talk every day. We're not in a rush to make that part not not that we don't want to make it happen because we do and we talk about it but it's not it's not something that you know like she'll rush me into when are you going to come here or I'll rush her and be like oh my god like are you when are you going to come can you come already so it it it, it never becomes a, um a topic of of argument or or pressure mm-hmm. for neither one of us because we're working on it we're working on it to make it happen. It's going to take a lot of planning. We we're both fully aware of that. And I th- I think it's the best way to go. If we if you really want to make something work, like I said in my case, it's a long distance relationship and we we both really want to make this work and and I think just going about it that way, not applying pressure towards the other person, not making the other person feel overwhelmed and like oh my god and he wants to see me and i i can't go yet or if it's the other way around oh my god i want to see him and but he can't come yet and when is he going to come and it'll it would just fail if either one of us was in that mode it would just fail so it's baby steps for now working up to that talking about it planning putting things making things clearing out situations and and we'll we'll get there we'll get there i i have no doubt she has no doubt as as well. Again, to the people that that think it's not possible, if you really want to, um, you really, really, really should be tolerant and respectful of the other person. Uh, don't apply pressure. Enjoy what you have. Take what you take what you can get. I think um, things can work out. There was a guy that I talked to. It was a client actually that called last week, and he had been in the uh, the army and he served in germany for many years he was an american and he met this woman when he was in germany and they have been married for 14 years and he still lives in the states now that he's come back and she still lives in germany and they commute every six to eight weeks one you know he'll go there and then she'll come here and when he met her she was divorced and she had small kids, so she didn't want to uproot these kids' lives and bring them to North America to come live to the States with him, And which I understand. And so they agreed, even though they would be married, that they would have a long-distance relationship. And I thought, wow, that, that really is an extreme example, I think, for 14 years and they still live separately and just visit because their lives are both fairly, you know, settled where they are and they're content with these visits every six to eight weeks. And I thought, you know, not everybody would have the money to do that, first of all, because that would be very expensive to be flying internationally 
every six to eight weeks. That would be a lot of money. So everybody's not going to have that option. But I had never heard of an example that extreme where somebody's making a long distance thing working like that, but it works for them. And I can think of a different case where this guy that I had met online, very nice guy, he was in England and he uh, had this thing going online with this woman in the States. This had gone on for months and he decided to come over and visit her. And he did not find out until he had already landed in the States that she was married with two kids and had not even told him this. And this poor guy was just devastated. He just, he couldn't believe that he had come all this way. And, you know, she told him, well, I'll only be able to see you like a couple hours a day while you're here because I'm married and have a family. And he had not been told. And I thought, God, this poor bastard. Well, he just turned around and went home on the next flight. And he was really hurt by that, really hurt. So people are not always as honest as they should be with people, at least if you're fooling around with people and considering meeting them, be honest. Don't hide the spouses or the serious girlfriends or boyfriends. Tell them if they want to deal with that, fine, but don't keep it from them. That's not doing anybody any favors. You know, I can think of yet another example of somebody that I had planned to meet online that was from an online dating site. And I had chatted with this guy And he seemed very nice. He was so cute. His pictures, he looked like the boy next door type, just my type since I'm the cougar. And he seemed so sweet. And this idiot messaged me. He he wanted to meet at three o'clock in the morning at his house. And I said, you know, I really don't think that seems that wise to be meeting a stranger that's not even willing to meet me. You know, I'll say for the Canadian people, they'll know what I'm talking about. Everybody meets at Tim Hortons. (laughs) So we had been going to meet at Tim Hortons and he said, no, I would really rather you come meet me at my house at three in the morning. I said, well, that's not going to happen. So I said, okay, well, my mom and her boyfriend lived downstairs. So I figured they would only be one scream away for help. So I thought, okay, well, I could invite him here, you know, for a, a little dessert and coffee kind of a thing that sounded innocent enough with people downstairs nothing weird would go on my mom's boyfriend's very strong in case I had to scream for help so I was all ready I had gotten dressed made up I'd baked a cake and this guy was due did he show no so here I was totally ready waiting for this idiot to show up And a few hours later, he messaged me on the dating site, Oh, I have a cold, and I took some cold tablets, and I fell asleep. I'm serious. This this was his excuse. So I thought, well, it's probably ridiculous, but I'll give him a pass the first time. So we arranged something else a few weeks later, basically the same sort of thing, Fool that I am, I had baked another cake, I had straightened everything up, I was all made up and dressed, waiting for him. Did he show? No. So this time, I get another message. I could not make this up if I tried. It was so awful that somebody would treat somebody like this online. I swear to God, this message said, I've met somebody else. If it doesn't work out with her, I'll come visit you then. I could not make that up. I thought, I I can't believe this has happened. I can't believe this idiot 
has treated me this way when I have only ever been accommodating. I gave him a pass on the ridiculous knocked out from the cold medicine excuse. And I was stood up a second time at my own house. I had baked a second cake. And yeah, I've met somebody else. Even though a few hours before he had messaged me to confirm that he was coming over that night. And yeah, so... I guess he either never planned to show up in the first place, was just yanking my chain, but believe me, I felt like a grade A fool, and I thought, this guy is just a total idiot. It really is. So these are the types of people that you can meet online, and, and I've got other stories that are equally ridiculous. There was a man that claimed to be a doctor that wanted to go out. Well, actually, no, he didn't want to go out. He wanted me to go in, and he said... Um, I think it would be very entertaining if you came over for a few drinks and watched me masturbate. This is a doctor, supposedly. I don't know. I didn't see a certificate. And I thought, I, I can't believe I'm hearing this, that this is the way that people are treating other people online, that uh, they're just behaving, hopefully, in a way that they would not with people face-to-face, -face, because there's no consequences to their behavior with people that they're you know, communicating with online if things don't go well. So these are a couple of experiences that I have had on dating sites. I have actually been stood up five times. I have never met one person from a dating site. Every single time I have tried to meet somebody, I have been stood up. I've been stood up at that same Tim Hortons three times and twice at my own house by that same idiot that I baked the cakes for, which I ended up eating myself. I just... uh I, I couldn't believe that people could treat you so badly, just stand you up, just not even call to say that they weren't going to be able to make it or something. That's just how people seem to behave. Disgraceful. And this brings us to our last commercial break. We'll be right back. This program is brought to you in part by eroticaudiorecordings.com. We are back. Yes, we are. Another interesting topic for show number two. I think there's so much more to be said and, and to be discussed that one show isn't enough. And we'll get back we'll get back to this topic uh, eventually. Um there's so many others that, that we have in, in the in the bag you could say uh -huh. um to talk about on future shows, but it is definitely one that we'll come back to and like I said, I, it would be nice to get feedback. people's opinions. Yes, people's yes. feedback. Give us, if there's any topic that you would like us to touch on or do a whole show with, we definitely would like to hear what your suggestions are. You know, this is going to be a weekly thing. We have no constraints. We can talk about pretty much anything, unless it's horrifying or disgusting. Um, so please give us your opinions and your feedback about what you would like to hear us ramble on about and give our crazy opinions about we're certainly uh, more than happy to give our spin on it no matter whether people think we're crazy or opinionated or give us your thoughts we'd love to hear them we'd love to know what what's on your mind if you think if you agree if you don't agree feel free to tell us that you don't and why not i mean all, we respect all, all opinions and all points of view. We'll, we'll, we'll make a debate of it. We'd, we'd love to hear from you. 
George and I seem to be pretty much in agreement on many topics, so we don't have a particularly argument-based type show like some people where they have two hosts and they're, you know, total opposites, you know, the Republicans and the Democrats that are butting heads. We're not butting heads because most of the things that George and I discuss, we pretty well see the same way. But uh, we're always interested in people's opinions on topics, all kinds of naughty sex, relationship topics that you would think of for us but long distance relationships that begin online even sometimes if they begin online they can be close to home i can think of a couple of guys i phone with that are actually in my own city <laughs> is that not ironic and both of them would be happy to meet me but both of them are not people that i would be interested in meeting in person i have fun with them on the phone and that's fine it is what it is but sometimes, especially when somebody's literally 15 minutes across town, it can be a little awkward to put them off because it's like if they're six hours away, you can say, well, I can't really spare the travel time. I can't afford the gas or airline fees. But if somebody is literally 20 minute, 15 minute across town, it can be difficult to say, well, I really like having fun with you, but I really don't want to take it offline. I'm happy just to keep it on the phone for what it is. That can be awkward. I too. Yes, it can. Yes, it can. Because it can feel very rejecting. And it's not that I'm rejecting them. You know, obviously, I wouldn't be having fun with these people in any capacity if I didn't like them. But I think lots of times fun is fun. And, and that's what it is. It doesn't need to always be something more. Most of the people I phoned with, I would not ever want to meet in person. It just is not what I would want. I'm very picky, though. I don't know. Not many people grab my heart. But uh, people are different. Some people just want casual sex. I get messaged, like I said, on these dating sites all the time. I got this message on this dating site. I didn't even know what it meant. I had to look it up. And it was, are you DTF? And I thought, what the hell is that? What is this? I don't know what this means. So I type into Google DTF. Well, guess what that means, George? You probably already know, don't you? Uh, I I'm I'm taking a wild guess is are you DTS? Are you down to fuck? That's right. That's exactly what it meant. And I felt like an idiot for not knowing what this message meant. Because I thought, what does this mean? Obviously, they think I know what it means. I should know what it means, but I'm not sure. So that is what popped up indeed in the search results. Are you down to fuck? I said, well, if you read my profile, you can see that I'm not on a dating site for casual sex. I'm there to meet somebody to have a real relationship with be a real girlfriend too so obviously you're probably just copying and pasting this to 50 different women and hoping that one desperate soul will bite and that you may get lucky with some you know disease-ridden trollop who knows i don't know i have no idea some of them are so obviously copy and paste messages that they have sent to who knows how many women that they're hoping one will reply it's just uh, yes. the, the desperation that some of these men, it's like, well, I guess in a way you can't blame them. They figure if they send it to enough people, maybe one of them will reply and they might get lucky. Oh, yeah. Some just toss a massive fishing line mm -hmm. with t tons of hooks in the hopes that, like you said, a few will bite and then they'll use process of elimination from there, depending on what type of responses they get. They'll go from from the downright dirty to the vanilla yeah, and start eliminating based on whatever they're into at the moment. 
Not all the desperate people out there are men, though, George. I definitely have heard from many men of desperate women that they have had in contact with on dating sites. This one guy met this woman at a McDonald's, which is a pretty safe place to meet. You know, there's lots of people. You're not probably going to, you know, have anything horrible happen to you there. He said as soon as they met in the parking lot, she asked him if he would like to go into the back seat of her car and fuck. And he said, I literally had met this person like five minutes before she was asking me this. And he said, that is just so beyond desperate that you're willing to meet some guy in a fast food restaurant parking lot and ask him into the back seat of your car. I just, my jaw dropped when he told me this because I thought, wow, that's, uh, that's beyond bizarre to me. So needless to say, he got back in his car and turned around and left. <laughs> but there's there's definitely horny, desperate women out there, as well as men. It's not just the men that are looking to score, you know, right off the bat. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I, I and I apologize to the men. I say men looking at it from from a guy's point of view. Oh, I'm I'm I am so positive that there are just as horny women as there are guys out there as well that that want to skip the chit chat. Mm hmm. And just want to get right down to it. Yeah. I don't know. That's, uh, I, I was really taken aback by that example that he gave me. He was just horrified because he was like, that would never happen with me. That's just not anything I would ever do. Five minutes after I meet somebody, you don't know who this person is or what diseases they might be carrying. But yeah, there's definitely women out there that are willing to give it up right away. That's all that they're in it for. Yeah, they're not mm -hmm. looking for Mr. Right. They're just looking for, you know, Mr. 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 Right Mr. Cock. Now. Yeah, Mr. Cock. Yeah, it's I, and and for. it's it's funny. I've 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 read that on on profiles. Uh, like you said, it's not I'm not looking for Mr. Right. I'm just looking for Mr. Right now. Oh goodness. Well, if you're online and you're just looking for somebody to phone with or cyber with or cam with, you can sort of give them a pass. It's like, okay, you're just horny, you're not really that particular. But if it's real life and you're looking to actually have sex with them, that's kind of scary, actually. And sad that they're that desperate, that they have that little respect for themselves. It is, it is. I mean, uh, it all comes into play with that double standard that society has installed. If a guy does it, he's Rico Suave. Yeah. If a woman does it, oh, she's a whore. Yeah. I really don't think that's fair to women. I mean, if a guy can do it, then a woman can do it too. I mean, if she's, if all she's looking for is some quick fun, mm -hmm. no strings attached, she should be able to just like a guy can. Why should she be categorize her as a slut or a whore? when she's doing the exact same thing a lot of guys do. Well, unfortunately, that's just the way that it is, though. So if they are acting like that, I hope they at least keep it to themselves and don't tell their friends about it, because word will spread, and she'll become known as the good time girl. So, yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness, George. I can't believe this has brought us to the end of another show. My gosh. All this well, chit-chatting about the long distance and the online uh, relationships turning real. We're done already? I know. It's an hour already. Wow. I know. Well, time flies when you're having fun, they say. It does. It definitely does. So, like I said, guys, listening and ladies, too, hopefully, if you have any suggestions for topics for us, feel free to email them, and we will be happy to give them a whirl. There's a lot to cover in the world of sex and relationships and 
all kinds of naughty fun fetishes all kinds of things that we can discuss right here absolutely right here on the climax connection radio show thank you very much we will see uh, you guys on that's right thank you very much for staying tuned i really appreciate it thank you we will see you guys next show hope have you all back with us okay bye-bye bye-bye Thank you for listening to our Climax Connection radio program. We do hope you enjoyed our show. Please tune in again soon, and be sure to visit ClimaxConnection.com. If you're looking for free adult chat, erotic short stories and audios, and free phone sex, cyber sex, and webcam sex partners.